Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, Night Protection Services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. You find someone that's driven with the same mission and they don't care about the money as much because the mission means something to them. Right. And it's so I just kept doing videos of like real hard shit, like being in the speaker world. Everybody makes it all like on stage, bright lights, makeup on, my finest outfit. I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm sitting in my pants and t shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sitting in an airport at like three in the morning, leaving one spot to go to another spot to speak there for one hour, leave right after it to get home to my daughter's uh, uh, play that she was in. And it's like, that's the real world of speaking, not the hour you see us in the lights where we're, ta-da, right? The greatest showman on earth moment. It's, it's all the stuff that leads up to it. And I'm not complaining. I'm not saying poor me, but I am saying know the real story of being an entrepreneur. Know the real story of trying to do something of impact. There's going to be times where you're like, F this. Right. I hate flying. Hate it. F, despise it. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm the worst flyer you'll ever see. I literally screamed on an airplane. Sounded like the biggest wuss on earth. And no one else screamed. And everyone looked at me. And I was just like, that was crazy, right? Like, did you feel that bump? Right? Like, and everybody was like, and the student told me I had to calm down. Right? Like, I was like, I'm calm. Like, that scared me. Like, 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 I'm sorry. Like, I, I have no control on a plane. Right? That thing goes out. I'm going down. Right? Like, I can't be like, no, 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 stop now. Right? Like, that's not going to be real. So I was like, no, that freaked me out. Like, they're like, no, you have to calm down, sir. I'm like, I am calm. Right? Like, I was like, can I have a bottle of Jack? Then, like, right? like we're, we're going to figure out another way for me to calm down. I guess because I think I'm calm. Just don't hit bumps like that. I don't know. Like, how do you hit a bump in the air? Right? Like, I don't even understand what a bump is in air. Like, there's speed bumps up here. Like, why are we hitting that? Like, <laughs> doesn't sound real to me. So, um, fake news. The, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just a bump. Like, what? We're in air. Right? Like, it's like, that's not calming to me. That's actually more concerning. Why are we somewhere where there's bumps? But it, it so to make that conference and like anything else, it's really the team. I, I we have very mission driven people. Uh, all over now that are all in on what we're trying to do about everybody creating their masterpiece. And I can't paint where shit, so I can't be with paint. Um, <laughs> right. So it's, and they're so driven that I feel like I'm having a hard time keeping up now where it used to be like, I felt like I was the only one moving in a direction. Now I feel like I have a hard time keeping up and, and with that makes so much more possible. And the conference was amazing. I literally, there's a picture. I hate the picture because I look like I'm just sitting on the Indian style on the floor on my phone. But I'm like, I'm, I'm literally just sitting backstage. It's the last day, the second to last speaker. And I'm sitting backstage and I'm just like on the floor like this. And it's, it's like, because it's all ending. It was just embracing that moment and also exhaustion. Yeah. Right? Like, so, so it was like, it was like, we freaking did it. And when you, and, and it, like, as you know, and anybody in the space that we're in, uh, people that are trying to create impact and people that are entrepreneurs and doing their own thing, those victories 
man, it's like, this is why. All right. Like, let's do it again. All right. Like, because before it, I'm like, we're never doing a conference. We're not doing another conference. After I'm like, let's start planning now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we got Trent Shelton again for next year. Cool. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Like, uh, so it's like, uh, it, those victories, man, they fuel you. And, and you need to, you need to one, you need to hopefully have some victories. Uh, and even small ones celebrating, like getting Trent. That was a small victory. Getting, other, getting people to email saying they wanted to be in. Victory. Celebrate your wins. Yeah. Because that recharges your battery. And we all need our battery recharged. Definitely. Well, that's how Unleash You Now came to be, kind of in a weird fly, flying in a plane, screaming with a bump. <laughs> Sorry. That was great. Was, <laughs> Zach's over here crying. <laughs> I'm just I'm thinking back now to answers, and I'm just like, this is, I'm just, I'm not good at this. <laughs> well, I should just have to- like coffee talk it, with Mike or something. Right. I think it's time we let our audience know you did this for 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I did it well. Yeah. <laughs> Someone called me the godfather of podcasting. I was like, I'm way too old to have names like that. Like, don't, don't. stop it. And, and and what's funny is most of my podcast was about sports because I was in sports talk radio for so long mm-hmm. that uh, everybody's like, oh, my God, you've been like the personal growth motivation guy for 15 years. I'm like, no. I was like, I was the guy that told you Joe Montana was better than Tom Brady. Like, that's the guy. <laughs> meaningless stuff meaningless stuff people freak out over it. meaningless stuff for life right no but that's actually really important especially since the patriots aren't in the super bowl anyway. <laughs> right i was like this is the closest like that was the most united america's been in a long time right? was, the, was the patriots losing it was like four- nobody likes the titans but everybody hates the patriots. <laughs> yeah it was like 4.5 out of five people were celebrating last night together like people were high-fiving they didn't even know each other i always say sports is like one of the weirdest things on earth to me because if you're wearing a mets hat and i'm wearing a mets hat i'm gonna be like oh yeah bro and high five you you can have bodies in your closet for all i know but at that moment we're cool as shit like oh yeah dude you're that dude bro then i see him on the news i'm like now nah, he ain't that dude i don't even know that guy like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know him we, we yeah he likes a team i like whatever like we're not really cool like <laughs> right but it's, sports will do that to you. Know? It can unite a whole group of people. Yes. Saw this pie chart on Facebook today that it was like people happy that the or watching the game last night were Titans fans. Everybody who <laughs> and then the rest of the pie chart was <laughs> the Patriots to lose. <laughs> nice. Dang right. But it's so true. Like that things, things that can unite us, like things that bring us together. Sports is weird that way. Yeah. So much, so, so much passion is something that people have zero control over, right? Like, Make zero dollars unless you bet, uh, right. right? Like it's you literally lose money people, at games because yeah. drinks and food are so expensive. They're right. They're right. I'll take it. I mean, the merchandise you're wearing, like everybody wears their team swag. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and I'm a sports dude, and I'm cool with sports, but like, it's crazy how, how impactful sports is. Yeah. Moving forward with Unleash You Now, um, there's going to be a second conference. I think we've established mm-hmm. that. Um, what do you? I don't, I don't know you. I know you don't want to give too much away because it's you know almost a year away. Gotta build now. the hype. Yeah, um, but build the hype for us. What what can we expect? All right, so 2020, uh, most likely the contract's not signed yet, but it appears everything's going to work out. It's going to be in October, uh, 24th, 25th, uh, so 23rd, 24th, 25th weekend, um, and it looks like this year it probably will be in DC. So building hype, it's going to have. 
all kinds of networking events because we really like to bring people together uh, and have people make relationships. Uh, one of the greatest things, you've had Amber on your show, correct? Yep. Um, awesome woman. Was at the event. Just an awesome human being. Uh, yeah, she is. Right? And from, the, from that event, she's had like seven people that were either speakers or at the event on her podcast. She's been a guest on someone else's podcast that was there. Uh, awesome. Some dude that spoke has like eight people that were there on his podcast. And I'm like, Jesus, right? Like, nice. Like, that was like, let's, let's build relationships so then we can all help each other down the road of the journey because we're not in competition with one another. That's right. such like uh, flawed thinking where it's like, you're my competition. Yeah. Boo you, right? Like, no, bro. Like, we're, we're all trying to make impact in your story and the way That's- you do it is going to reach an audience. Exactly. Right. That's like the number one mission of our nonprofit is to bring all the other nonprofits in the domestic realm together because how do you solve an issue when we're fighting with each other? We're, so, mm-hmm. we're supposed to stop other people from fighting with each other, not mm-hmm. ourselves. And, and you're creating a stronger army, a deeper army. Yeah. Which like, how do you fight? How do you fight odds like you're fighting? Cause you're fighting hell odds, right? You, you create greater, bigger, and smaller armies. Uh, and that's, that's what you're doing. So uh, one that's extremely smart and also great for the cause. So uh, two wins, right? Like uh, that's two things to be thankful for. Um, So uh, it's going to be, I thought it was really another dumb moment for me, right? I thought I was extremely original. I'm so creative, right? They call me a visionary and I'm sitting in the office and I'm like, I got it. They're like, what? I'm like, unleash you now, 2020. What's your vision? <laughs> and, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, dude, I haven't seen that anywhere. I'm yeah, like, no. right? <laughs> I know, right? I was, I so thought I was creative. I was like, this is genius, guys. Right? And they're like, and they're like yeah, yeah, it was. Like the first hundred times I already saw it on Facebook alone, man. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> really? Like, I didn't even see it. Right? So I'm like all right. Like, I thought I was a genius, right? Like, uh, like I'm like, we could do like a roaring 20. They're like, yeah, no one thought of that either, man. I was like, well, we are doing a damn speakeasy welcome gathering party. Okay. That I know for sure. <laughs> I don't care what anybody else does. We're doing that. Shit. Don't right? ruin uh, my vision. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm the visionary get in line. And, uh, <laughs> all right. But, uh, so it's, uh, it's gonna have something to do with vision. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we'll be a little deeper than create your vision. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what's your vision? Yeah. What's your vision? I guess it's played out already. So, uh, by October, it'll be real played out. So we're going to get, well, well, I guess we'll think of something else, right? but, uh, it's really going to be a lot of mindset and a lot of creating, creating the life you desire in every aspect. Uh, already some of the, some of the people I know that will be speaking that I really can't uh, because that we got to do the, the media team gets pissed off at me every time because they're like, dude, you're not supposed to say that. Dude, you're not supposed to say that. That's part of the reveal. We need the reveal. And I'm like, I revealed it, right? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was the uh, reveal. Why weren't you guys there? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you see that clip? Yeah, get that clip, share that. That's the reveal. Right. Um, so, uh, it was, so it's, we have some speakers already lined up that are in. We also have an application process for speakers because we don't want to miss like uh, like you said about that list there's some speakers that are known on that list and there are some speakers that are relatively unknown on that list mm-hmm. and uh especially from someone that 
has braved the speaking business. <laughs> Said that like it was like real assaulting. Like people get, you know, speakers get knocked off every day, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like horrible profession. Don't ever get into it. All right. I said that like it was a lot of fear in it. <laughs> you got to worry about what stage you're walking on. You don't know what's going to happen. Right? No, but uh, the, the idea is like, it's very hard to get on people's stages. Yeah. Um, because it's either you have a huge following and they think you're going to sell them tickets, right? It's so funny. I'm not even going to bring up the conference. There's a conference coming up that wanted nothing to do with me, right? Nothing. I mean, literally no course, not replying to anything I'm sending. Like first, uh, I, like some people in the team are sending them stuff. They're not responding. They're like, Mike, can you just send this dude an email? You know him a little bit. They're not responding. Not know the beard. Right, yeah. Like, so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll send him an email. I know him. Send him an email. He's not really responding to me. One person goes on one of their posts. He's like, oh, my God, it's in Orlando? Like, we represent only you now in Orlando. We got, like, 50 to 100 strong down here. Uh, and, it, like, dang, when we see your speaker list, I heard Mike Faber might be in it. Like, we'll unleash you now. We'll represent. Oh my God, but literally within 10 minutes of that post, I have 17 emails, like the staff's getting every, every email they sent, they're getting response to now. And I'm like, Oh, come on, bro. Like, I don't want, I don't want you to get me because you think I'll sell tickets for you. Cool. I understand you want to sell tickets and I'll help. All right. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I know my part as a speaker, if I'm on stage at your event, what I'm supposed to do, I got to hype your thing up. I get it. Right. But like, I want, I want you to want me there because the impact in which I'll give, right. What, what people will leave with because I was there. Right. right. Like, and that's my job. And that's why I want to be there. So, uh, I'm not the guy where it's like, I need, you need to have a certain big following and you need to sell a certain amount of tickets or sorry. Right. Like, so, uh, with us, you're going to have relatively, like there were some speakers there that was their first time on a stage like that, not doing like chamber B and I events. Right. And, uh, there were some speakers that have rocked 10,000 people in us, and we were all on the same stage, all hanging out in the same green room. Like, Altogether, there was no difference, which was really cool to see. Uh, I, it was a great group because no one acted bigger than the rest. That's awesome. I won't say no one. Mostly. Mostly no one acted bigger. What's hilarious, the biggest ones didn't act bigger than the rest. Yeah. Some of the ones that you thought were unknown acted huge. Yeah. They had entourages. <laughs> they had to have special water at a special temperature. Some dude literally asked me this, and this is honest. They said, in my hotel room, I would like three bottles of this kind of water at this amount of them, right, the bottle, and at this temperature. And I responded with, bro, I don't think Delaware sells that water, and I have no idea how to make a bottle of water at an exact degree of temperature. <laughs> so unless someone's going to send me that information, I don't think that's going to happen. You should bring it. Right? <laughs> Like that was a real, a real moment of this event. And I'm like, I want a real smile. Like, you know how much shit I'm worried about, about this event. You want me to go get certain bottled water I never even heard of and get it at a certain temperature on ice in your room. Like, I don't even know how you like, how, what are you at? A certain amount of ice? Like only five pieces get it to 37, bro. Like what? I don't know. So, uh, so the unleash you now, like the stage, the stage is meant for people that want to give, that want to leave impact. They're not about, you know, the glitter and the glam, the lights. They're really, they really care. And that's why you'll have people on that list you might never have heard of. And some of you shouldn't have heard of. If you have, it's weird. And then, uh, and then uh, there's someone there where you're like, how the hell is this person on the stage at this event? Yeah. And uh, it's because, so there is a way to apply. I think it's like unleashingnow.com backslap 
uh, backslash application. But I can give you the link if you want to share it with people that are interested in trying to speak at the event, putting their name in the running. Uh, we literally talk to everybody. Uh, we do, uh, if we can't see you in person, we'll do a Zoom or some sort of where I get to actually see like what you're about and like how you hold your eyes because I feel like I can read everybody. So I'm like, which way did you just look? Yeah. Ah, they're full of shit. Don't hire them. Right? Like, no, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, um, how much does it cost to speak on the stage? Right, right. <laughs> uh, whatever you value your 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, speakers get tables. Um, we're weird. So part of speaking at our event is your, your part of your contract is that you go to some of the networking events. Uh, so then it gives attendees one-on-one time. So let's say like you're speaking to me and you make some great impact. And I'm like, I, I just don't know how to put that into my life. Well, now we're giving the opportunity for you to say, Hey, listen, that really struck me. This is what I'm going through. How could you see me implementing that in my life? And then the speaker would be like, Oh my God, that's great. Plus gives the opportunity. Most of the speakers have programs now, you know, you have either mastermind groups, which uh, I always tell people, even if you don't get an arts, get in a mastermind group. Right. Uh, they're great. Uh, the community is great resources and it. it's great. The connections in it is great. Uh, we're, we're so diehard on masterminds. Some masterminds are crazy expensive. Some yes. dudes asked me to be in his mastermind. It was like $500,000. I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> who do I meet? Who's in this? <laughs> like, who do I get to hang out with that I want to spend $500,000 to hang out with? Yeah. Or like, bro, like, do people do that? Like, do people pay you to do that? Because I'll, I'll do it. Right? Like, I'll get, I'll, I'll open one. Like, that's yeah. like, what? Needless to say, I clearly did not sign up for that. I don't know if you could tell by my feeling in which I was laying out there, but I did not sign up. Right. But uh, we have one. It's literally called Get Your Feet Wet Mastermind, just because how much we love masterminds and, and know the importance of them and, and the results they can get you. And it's literally like 20 bucks a month. There's no contract. If you want to be in the month, pay. Don't, don't. Like, but just see the community, see the bill, see what it's about. So then before you spend 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, right? 100,000, 500,000, whatever it is, before you spend that, you understand why you would or would not. Right. Right. That's because awesome. I think all, right. Because all too often, every mastermind is so expensive. And you're like, you don't even know what you're getting most of the time. Like, yeah, you put a bunch, you stack your offer on the screen. That looks great. But I have no idea what that shit means. Like, yeah, well, I have four meetups a year. I'm like, well, shit, there's a meetup that happens right down the street from my house. I don't even go to. Right. Like, <laughs> they talk about vegetables of Southern Delaware. I'm just like, that's weird. Like, I don't, do people really go to this? Like, why do we meet up there? Uh, is it carrots? What is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, like no, I'm taking guess, but uh, Matt, like they all have different groups and different programs to sign people up for, and maybe they'll be able to show like why that person can use that and what value they get from that. But also, it, it gives the attendees an opportunity to be able to uh, really engross in that conversation with the speaker that's normally left to be untouchable. Yeah, right. Like you've been to the conferences where they have like security teams around them and shit. Like I'm like, does anything ever happen? Like Right. I've, I've seen a million videos of Tony Robbins and people running all around him that security guards and crowds running all around him and nothing ever happens. Right. I'm starting exactly. to think nothing's going to happen. Right. right. We went to this event in um, November out in Vegas, um, Travis Chapel. That's where we met Amber. Oh, nice. The, the Build Your Network. Travis Chapel, cool dude. Thank yeah. Right. Cool dude. Yeah, he's super awesome. What he did with his event was every, it was, it was 100 people. And that was the max. And every speaker was at every event and not every speaker, but it, it majority. majority of them were there mm -hmm. at every event where you could sit down, talk to them and just pick their brain and, and do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's awesome that you guys right. do. 
Um, and we uh, stole that from me. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. totally did. Uh, and um, he's got a, a mastermind coming up that that mm -hmm. we're in um, nice. that we're really excited about. So we definitely believe and and play into the the masterminds because I think it's just such a great tool, like you said, to find like minded people that are mm -hmm. passion driven and, and you know have the same mindset as us. Which as an entrepreneur is insanely hard to find. When, you know, when we were talking about like, but entrepreneurism is so cool right now, but you can't mm -hmm. find anybody that is actually truly doing it and truly in that mindset. Mm -hmm. I think Travis said that um, he read a statistic. It was like 72% of all entrepreneurs have self-diagnosed mental illness because we're all going through all this shit that mm -hmm. we can't figure out and we can't find people to help us through it. So I think masterminds are huge. Yeah, right. Community. It's all about building a community where you have people to bounce things off of and people that have experienced the things you've experienced or are going through where you know you're not alone. Like right. it's huge to know you're not alone. Exactly. Exactly. And it bleeds into both of our messages. So they right. Sure. Um, so we have hit a lot of amazing points, <laughs> but um I'm being told that it's a uh, Time to wrap it up. So I've got four questions that I ask every guest. So I'm going to okay. get into those. And the first one is, what would the new you say to the old you? Keep going. It'll get better. That was quick. It was. I was <laughs> a little thrown off by that. I was expecting a tangent. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, no. I felt like I did that for the rest of your show. So I'm trying not to ruin at least the last four questions of it. No, no, it's good. <laughs> I'm um, going to end where you being like, oh, this guy wasn't that bad. He ended nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what are you, um, working on, um, to move forward? Obviously the unleash you now, but just in general in life, what's your next step? Every, uh, so I, I'm cheesy with this one. Uh, I, we talk about winning every day and really it's my competition is me from the day before. So what I really focus on is be better today. How can I be better today? How can I be a better father for my daughter? How can I be a better man for the community in which I live and serve? How can I be a, a better friend, right? A better brother? Like, how can I be better? in every aspect, not just like, Hey, be better. Right. And, uh, so kind of make it more, uh, focus driven and just be better every day, be better than I was the person before. That means I went every day and I'm getting closer to the man I want to be, which I'll never know. Like, uh, I don't want to get off on tangent. I want to create my masterpiece to where it's, I'll never see it because I want to be creating it to the day until my eyes don't open. No tangent. So disappointing. Sorry. I tried to shorten it. <laughs> I could have went way off and I was like, don't just create your masterpiece. Live in such a way that you're always creating and always impacting. So you never get to see your full extent because it's not about you seeing, it's about them seeing. Definitely. Um, is there a, any recommendation you have for our listeners where it gave you a little bit of extra strength, help in a tough time in your life, a book, e-book, e, e podcast, quote, anything? You can have a couple. I will say, oh man, that's so hard. I was like, now you're trying to get me. Like someone told you about me. Like that's a, uh, that's a good question to get me on. Uh, I hate reading. Hate it. Yeah. So I do it all the time because I'm like, I like torturing myself. I'm going to go nerdy. Simon Sinek, start with why. I feel like that's a good, a good place to start to really fully understanding what you're really about and what you want to leave out there. And, and, when you know, when you have a deeper understanding of your why, right? When you, when you really understand you at a deeper level, it's easier to get through struggles. 
you're still going to have struggles. It's easier to get through them. It's easier not to quit. It's easier to get up every day and go towards it. Uh, like one of my favorite quotes by me is, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was 2020, what's your vision? <laughs> All right, yeah. That's my second favorite quote by me. Uh, <laughs> my first favorite quote, it's, uh, I said, in a, it was in a podcast, actually. I said, uh, your alarm clock wakes you up, but your why gets you out of bed. Like, and that's the way, that's the way I want to live. And when that, when that, when I got that mindset, when I fully adapted that into everything I do, everything got easier, everything got clearer, everything got like just all around better. Right. Like, and, uh, so I would really do that. The mindset call, I, I didn't do a shameless plug on my own book right there. So I was proud of me. Look, look I was going to be like, well, you know, uh, the book I would read is a <laughs> really good one. He's a great author. Um, yeah, definitely. Great beard. He's yeah, nice right. So what is the name of your book? The, the first one was your story. You have every reason to quit, but don't. So I was, I was obnoxiously a hater of authors and writing books because so many people are doing it. And they're like, look at this book, right? Like self-published, right? Like, I'm like, all right. So I didn't want to just, so I, and I'm like the most gullible person on earth. So they're like, Mike, you should write a book. I'm like, nah, I that. I'm not writing a book. Like, no, you should write a book. I'm like, that's stupid. I shouldn't write a book. I can barely write. Like, I, most people would be like, dude, was this kid 10? Like, well, who wrote this book? Right. And uh, uh, finally, they're like, oh, you're saying you're a coward? I'm like, oh, like, I'm not a coward. <laughs> like, oh, you're scared to write a book. It's fine. Like, you, you're scared. I'm like, I'm not scared. Like, oh, okay, then write a book, tough guy, if you're not scared. I'm like, all right, I'll write a book then. And I'm like, ah, stupid. Like, Got, I'm so stupid. Got him. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, why am I so stupid when it comes to that? Like, well, like I have something to prove. Um, yep. The uh, Right? Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not scared. Right? Like, like, so when I was writing, I was like, I'm going to write a different book. Other than writing the worst book ever written, um, it's also, there's like pages with just lines on it. And you can, you write in what that chapter reminded you of the story of your life. And at the end, you take all those pieces out and you have your story. And it was kind of the idea where you don't need someone else's story to gain confidence. You just have to be able to see yours to build your own confidence because whatever you've been through, you've made it through. All right. And uh, so that was the, the first one. The second one is called F the Norm. Uh, that's just coming out. It's like fucking like six months late to come <laughs> out. Uh, that was fun. And then what's surprising, that's six months late to come out. The third book is a business book called Know Your Business, which is going to come out shortly after the second one, which I don't understand, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so now I said I would write 22 books because it's my favorite number. And um, it's the number of uh, the greatest men and women of this country that take their own life. So uh, at this point, next year, that goes up too. But uh, so it was, that was the number I said I'm going to write. So I'm at three of the shittiest books ever written. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a list. And I'm going to be honest. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. I'm going to make a top 10. It might not be a good top 10, but I'm going to make a top 10. It's going to be a top 10. All right. <laughs> and our final question is, how can our listeners reach you if they want to hear more from you or more about you? <laughs> uh, I was like, I doubt that's going to happen. But you can find me on every social media site, literally. Uh, and it'll be like the coach, Mike Faber, or coach Mike Faber. I'm a basketball coach, too. That's where the coach came from was I was a, I'm a basketball coach for, for like fucking ever. And uh feels like, and I was on sports talk and everybody, there's a lot of people named Mike or Michael. So yeah. So they want to be like Mike and everybody be like, yeah. Right. Like, it's like, ah, that one. Right. Like, so uh, they were like coach. So then it just stuck with me. So everybody's like, Oh, you think you're the coach? Oh, and I'm like, bro, I don't even really like the coaching space. Cause there's so many frauds in it. Like, uh, like, I sometimes I get mad when people are like, oh, yeah, you're a coach. I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, you can call me that, I guess. Like, if you want to give a title to whatever it is. Yeah, I like to say I'm a strategist. 
sounds more distinguished. Right? No, but like, <laughs> like an entrepreneur. <laughs> right, yeah, they're right. Like I have fancy titles. <laughs> awesome. So Mike Faber or the coach across yep, all coach Mike Faber. Everywhere. Instagram. Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, you'll, you, you'll probably unfollow me quick. Uh, I don't do a lot of motivating stuff on there. It's just weird, funny stuff. I guess like just weird stuff. I don't know if it's funny or not. But uh, a lot of weird pictures right now. My picture on there is like, I'm in a rabbit suit for some reason. That, that was a filter they have. So I'm like, this is weird. All right. Like uh, I was going to, there were some horrible topics I was going to put on that picture. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. And wherever anybody in mind runs, it'll run. But so, I mean, you might not want to follow me on Snap. But Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, uh, YouTube, yes. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, like I'm on, I'm on everything. TikTok is literally like dedicated to scaring my daughter. Some, per- <laughs> some person literally wrote right now. Some person literally wrote me a message how they were disappointed in my TikTok because my literally my first two are just me scaring my daughter, and I'm just planning on scares for her, and that's all I really want to do on there. And I like it was that's not motivating. I'm like well, I don't I'm like I don't know. yeah <laughs> that is it. That is true. See, I'm not a liar. That is true. Right? Me in a bunny suit. I'm making a weird face. Oh my god, that's awesome. You're welcome. That's is probably that never happened picture, on their show. Or did they put that filter back up? That's that's their that's their filter. That's not that's <laughs> that's a new one. That's just not. I did yes. I try to do like one a day, so I have something on everything every day. Yeah. Because they're like, if you're not, you're falling behind. Like, oh my god, you're right. People are really gonna miss my snap photo. <laughs> Damn, Mike, you didn't put a snap photo up today. I really want Watch, to there's going to be somebody, suit. the day you miss, there's going to be somebody that's like, dude, wh- where'd you go? A hundred percent. Definitely. Uh, and also like when I take my daughter to school, normally we'll do like a, have a great day post on there because she likes it. Yeah. Uh, so she'll be holding it. She tries to look all cute and then she tries to make me look stupid. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> and I never wanted to beat up a 16 year old so bad. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah, you can find me on uh, and TikTok is just going to be like me trying to scare kids uh, because that's fun. That's awesome. We'll definitely go <laughs> in and look it up for sure. I think Zach's doing it right now. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Mike, thanks so much for coming out and well, coming on and speaking to us because you have gotten some great value. This is probably the longest episode we've done, but it's full of great content and I'm so excited to launch it. Honestly, it's literally a, pl- a pleasure to be here. I, I was I was honored uh, when I was talking about doing it, and that you guys uh, were willing to have such a weirdo on your show it makes me think a little higher standard next time. Stay away from people like me. But I'm sorry uh, that I went so far all over the place. But it was I literally really enjoyed being on this podcast. No, it's uh, awesome. It's great content, lots of laughs. So it was really good. Right. I think. Thank you, thank you. Some, some podcasts, uh, you, you guys are very entertaining. Uh, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was getting surgery here. <laughs> appreciate it. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at Two Thriving ATL, T O Thriving ATL, or online at twothriving.org.